Have you ever thought about how much power your words have and the kinds of words that you use indicating what's going on inside for you? Today, that's just what we're going to talk about, the power of words and eliminate these five words from your vocabulary ASAP. If it's your first time here, I'm Dr. Amanda Barrientes, the host of Max Potential Money. This is the place for coaches and online entrepreneurs to come each and every week for tips and tools for money, marketing, mindset, and manifestation to help you up-level your money-making game so that you can make more money with joy, ease, fun, flow. I like to take the mystery out of making money in terms of thinking about it as an easy, ongoing flowing, fun game instead of a scary, drudgerous, stressful, scarcity thought. Now, all of us are in different money-making places, and this is your place to come no matter what level you're at to get inspired and to learn how to have money-making come more easily. And today, we're going to relate that to the power of your words. So ugh, I want to read this first. This is really cool. Um, I read this article a long time ago about the power of our words, and it stuck with me. And as I'm coaching people, I'm always writing down in, like, I keep a ledger of what they're saying, and sometimes I'll repeat back to them, and they go, whoa, I didn't know I said that. And I do this because I know words are so incredibly powerful. So I love this article I found. It's in a blog called Goop. I've never heard of it before, but I typed in, you know, why are words so important? Uh, why do words have so much power? Because I always like to do a little research and think, oh, what do I want to bring to the table today? And something they say really hits me. It says, um, figure of speech, how the words we choose shape our lives. Words have power. Their meaning crystallizes perceptions that shape our beliefs, drive our behavior, and ultimately create our world. Their power arises from our emotional responses when we read, speak, or hear them. Just say the word fire while barbecuing or in the workplace or in a crowded theater and you'll get three completely different but powerful emotional and energetic reactions. So words have different meaning in different contexts and words have a ton of power because they crystallize in your mind what meaning you need to make of your environment. The other thing that's important to know about words is that what you're saying when you're talking, let's say you're having a conversation with someone and the words you say just come out, that's an indicator of what's going on within. So your words are an articulation of your inner world. And remember, I always say our outer world is a reflection of our inner world. So our words that come out of our mouth are a reflection of what's going on within us. So if we're using words that are empowering and geared towards success, you will have those come out of your mouth naturally because you've conditioned yourself to use words of power. If you are, quote, and this if you're watching this on YouTube, you'll see, but if you're listening to it, I'm using in quotes, if you're struggling in life, you're going to hear struggle type of words come out of your mouth if you're conscious of this. So it's helpful to start to get conscious of your words. And I, I like to do this with my consulting clients. And I just, I say, hey, did you notice you said this? And I'm going to give you five power words. First, I want to even dig deeper. Um, this article also reminded me of this really cool study. So there was a Japanese scientist 
Masuru Emoto, who wrote the book called The Hidden Messages in Water. And in that book, he was, he was, he had done research on crystallization of water. So he would take polluted water and tape words to it, like um, words like I love you and peace. And he would also tape words to different uh, vials that said, I hate you and fear. And he would have people come and, and look at the water in those vials and say those different words. And what was amazing is that the words that were in the positive realm, I love you and peace, would come out with these gleaming, perfectly hexagonal crystals. So I don't know if you've seen this before. It's a really cool research. You could look it up on YouTube or you could buy the book, The Hidden Messages in Water. And look at how beautiful the crystals are that come out with the words that were used that were in a positive light and sending love and peace. The words that were hate turned out, sometimes they wouldn't form a crystal at all and sometimes they'd form de de deformed crystals. And we want to remember our body is made of water primarily. And so what we're saying internally and outwardly is really, really powerful. So you want to watch your words because your words are a process of manifestation. Whatever it is that you're saying out into the world is what you're going to create, right? So you want to make sure that you're conscious of your words. So in this way, I want to teach you today five words that you need to eliminate from your vocabulary immediately. And this is going to be a practice and a process, right? You're going to start to notice because I'm saying this to you and you're hearing this or watching this right now. You're going to start to notice yourself using these words. You go, go, oh, interesting. And so this isn't ever to beat yourself up or go, oh, no wonder I'm, I'm so bad at these things or, you know, oh, I'm so bad at changing my habits or anything like that. Just notice, 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 notice. We're always consciousness masters in terms of being mindful of what we're doing and shifting our habits in a new direction, which takes practice. It takes, it's a journey. It's an ongoing daily journey. That's why it's kind of called mindfulness. It's not that you just all of a sudden have this revelation and, and then you're completely transformed in one moment. It's a journey and it's a practice and you're building a habit and you're creating new neural pathways that will become the path of least resistance. So if you've been using these words, cool, just change them to what I'm going to teach you to change them to and you'll get better and better at it to where someday you'll notice that you don't use these words much at all anymore, if at all. So some of them I notice that I'll have come into my language every once in a while and I'll instantly go, oh, wait, let me shift that. Sometimes when I say something outward that I realize, ooh, I don't want to say that, I will re I'll say, hey, universe, like, let me take that back and I'll rephrase it because I really uh, like to be conscious of my words. And often when I'm talking to someone or consulting someone, I, I go, oh, wait, let, just give me a second and let me be really conscious about what I want to say here. And it's because... It, words are so important. They're, they're very powerful. So let's look at number one, the word trying. I want you to question yourself when you use the word trying because you're either trying or you're doing. You're either trying or you're committed. You're either trying or you're in action right? So if you hear yourself saying, I'm trying to build my business. I hear this all the time. I'm trying to launch a new program. I'm trying to get my podcast launched. I'm trying to make more money. You can hear why it's not being successful yet is because you're trying and not committed and doing. Um, uh, in Atomic Habits, Habits, James Clear that says a really powerful, he, he talks about this really powerfully. He says, you're either trying or you're doing. And he uses the example of a smoker. 
So someone, let's say you're trying to quit smoking, trying in quotes, and someone comes up to you and says, hey, do you want a cigarette? And you say, oh, I don't know, I'm trying to quit smoking, right? Versus someone who is no longer a smoker will say, oh no, I'm not a smoker, right? You hear the difference in the powerful phrase there, I'm trying indicates that you haven't succeeded yet and you're not really fully committed and you're not sure if you wanna commit. I am no longer a smoker is, I'm no longer a smoker, I don't align with that identity, you've had an identity shift, and so then that person's not gonna ask you if you want a cigarette again, right? So just eliminate the word trying from your vocabulary, and what I want you to change it to is committed, invested, or taking action. So if someone, so, so in your languaging, instead of saying, I'm trying to build my business, you say, I'm committed to building my business, or even better yet, you just drop all of it and say, I am building my business, right? because the words that you use after I am are incredibly important. So I am committed, I am dedicated, I'm determined, I'm in action, I am doing it currently, not I'm trying. Because trying, in, it, it, it relates to this next one, number two, struggling. And I, I talked about this a little bit before. If you're using the word struggling, you're reinforcing the struggle in your brain. You're telling yourself that you're struggling, so you're gonna continue to struggle. So I want you to change this one to, looking for answers, on my way to solutions, figuring it out. So if you say, oh, I'm struggling with learning how to generate leads in my business, you could say, I'm looking for answers to, to generate leads in my business. And you see how your brain switches from reinforcing your struggling to going, oh, I'm looking for solutions. I'm looking for resources. I'm looking for someone who can help me with this. It's a much more empowered way to think about it than saying I'm struggling. So eliminate struggling. Number three, have to. <laughs> I hear this one all the time. I, oh, I have to do videos today. Oh, I have to do my block schedule. Oh, I have to work out, right? This in and of itself indicates that you're not inspired. You're reinforcing in yourself that it's a burden. You're reinforcing in your mind that you don't want to do it. You're reinforcing that you're doing things that you don't really want to be doing, that you're not you're not excited about, you're not taking action in the direction of things that you want to do. And let's say it's something that you know is good for you, but you're building a new habit, like let's say exercise, and you haven't been exercising regularly, and all of a sudden you want to start exercising because you know your health is important. In the morning when you get up to exercise, instead of getting out of bed and going like, oh, now I have to exercise, and you just have that energy around it, you go like, I get to use my healthy body to do amazing things and and so that it you know your vehicle is your your body is your vehicle of light that's what I say your your body carries your vehicle is your vehicle that carries your light right so your body is a sacred space that you get to choose to take care of so if you say I have to get up and work out it indicates drudgery you're not going to want to do it it sets you up for for hesitating and procrastinating. If you say I choose to, so switch I have to to I choose to or I get to or I love to, I can't wait to, I'm on it, <laughs> it completely changes your energy around it. So you get up in the morning, you go, I choose to take care of my body so I'm getting up to work out versus Ugh, I have to get up and work out now, right? You hear the difference there and you can apply this to anything. So switch I have to, change this to I choose to. Okay, number four, busy. <laughs> How many times do you hear yourself say, I'm busy, I'm too busy for that, or I can't, I'm busy, or I, I, ugh, 
there's so much on my schedule, I'm so busy. You're telling yourself over and over and over that time is mastering you instead of you mastering time. And again, remember time is a powerful commodity. It's our limited resource in that we all have the same amount of time in a day and that we all know that the second we're born, we're leading toward death. I know that's morbid, but it's true, right? The second we're born, we know it like at some point we're going to die. So time is one of those resources we want to use really, really wisely. And if we say we're busy, it indicates that we aren't mastering our time and we're not using our time well and we're not doing the things we really want to be doing in our life. And it's also this addiction to hyper productivity. Now, I know last episode I talked about ways to supercharge your productivity, but I want to remind you that it has to do with you living in your zone of genius and getting results that you want to get from the actions you're taking. This isn't from busy work. It's not from overloading your plate and always feeling stressed out. It's not from being on the treadmill of BS where you're just going, 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 and you can't see the end in sight and you feel like you get up in the morning and you just go like, oh, I got to do this again. That's not what we're talking about here, right? And that's why if you notice yourself saying I'm busy and you feel that heaviness of using that word, you want to reflect on your life and you want to start to remind yourself that you're choosing what you're doing. Okay. You're not a victim to what people are putting on your plate. You created your plate, right? So when you say busy, it indicates a victim minded scarcity consciousness where you think that people are putting stuff on you and you've got too much going on and you're not capable and you're not competent and you're not confident, okay? So I, want, I really want you to consider this one if it's something that you say regularly and I want you to change it to I'm choosing to. This is an empowering version of you going, I choose to put this on my plate because I've strategically thought it through. I'm conscious of what I'm saying yes to and I choose to have this on my plate. Often people also use the word, the words I'm, you know, I'm too busy for that. Oh, sorry, I can't do it. I'm too busy, right? And it's it's their deflection instead of just being honest and saying, you know, I choose not to do that right now. That's not in alignment with my highest values. Thanks for the offer. No. So it's often that people want to be pleasers and they're they don't they don't feel empowered enough to say I choose not to do it. Instead, they use busyness as an excuse. So busyness is often a, a victim-minded consciousness and an excuse for instead of being empowered and setting boundaries. So eliminate busy from your vocabulary. Number five, the word can't. <laughs> Similarly, can't indicates that you're incapable, you're unable, and that you, you don't have the skill set or the resources to figure it out. So it, it's the opposite of being confident because a, a confident person knows that they can figure it out. They know that they're resourceful and that even if they don't know in the moment, they can figure it out. They can access the tools, the skills, the resources, the knowledge to figure it out. So when you say, I can't, you're telling yourself you're incapable. That's not what we want to be telling ourselves. And, and also, if you're saying, this is similar to busy, if you're saying to someone else, I can't do that right now, it's because you're not willing to say, you're not empowered enough to say, I'm not willing to, right? So I want you, instead of saying can't, change this to unwilling or choosing. So if you say, I can't do that, I don't have enough time, I want you to change it to, I'm unwilling to make time for that right now. That's honest. That's an honest answer with yourself. Instead of justifying and making excuses, you're being honest with yourself. Same thing with I choose to. So I've heard a lot of people say like, oh, I just can't take it anymore. I just can't take this relationship anymore. 
What if you said, in, instead of that, I choose not to be in a disempowered relationship anymore. I choose not to do this type of work anymore. I choose not to have an unhealthy body anymore. I choose to get out of, of this position I'm in financially and set myself up for wealth building. You hear the difference in that versus I can't. So we're going to cover those again. Real quick recap. Number one, eliminate trying, change it to committed, invested, taking action. Number two, eliminate struggling and change it to looking for answers on my way to solutions, figuring it out. Number three, have to, eliminate have to, change it to I choose to, I love to, I can't wait to, I'm excited to, I'm jumping out of bed with joy to. <laughs> Number four, busy, eliminate I'm busy or I'm too busy for that, I feel busy, change it to I'm choosing to. I'm choosing to. <laughs> and number five, eliminate can't, change it to I'm unwilling or I'm choosing. So instead of saying I can't, you say I choose not to. That is so much more empowering. That is what I've got for you today. I would love to hear for you. What are the top words that you use on this list? And what are you noticing when you start to shift this? What do you notice just listening to this or watching this? Are you having any epiphanies or, or reflective awareness where you go like, oh, I've really been disempowering myself through using this word and now I'm going to do this. I'd love to hear from you. Uh, this gets blasted out on LinkedIn, uh, YouTube, Instagram, <laughs> forgetting the social media channels all of a sudden, Facebook, and you can message me there, comment there, share this. I love to hear from you. I want to know what you want to hear more of, so make sure you reach out for that. Leave reviews. It always helps us when you spread the word, so be sure to subscribe. Turn on the notifications if you're on YouTube so that you never miss an episode. Can't wait to see you. <laughs> That's funny. Can't wait to see you. That's an interesting positive one. I say, I choose to see you next week. <laughs> NFA money making high fives. Thanks so much for listening to or watching this episode of Max Potential Money. Be sure to subscribe, leave a review, and turn on notifications if you're watching on YouTube. Share it with your friends so we can build our NFA family. And if you're getting value from what you are learning here, you are definitely going to want to go to moneyblocksprofile.com. Again, that's moneyblocksprofile.com to learn your top money block that's limiting your income potential.